Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, and this is episode 49, a look back at Princess Weekend 2022. Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for listening in today. Um, and in honor of the Run Disney race season kind of being in full swing right now and the Princess Half Marathon weekend coming up in a couple weeks, I just wanted to do a little look back at my Run Disney experience. If you are new to Run Disney, go back and listen to episode 44 if you've never done it, if you're signed up for a race and you want to know what to expect, or if it sounds like something that you might want to do in the future, that's a great episode for for newbies, kind of sharing myself and my friend Alex about our first races, things we didn't know, wish we would have known, that kind of thing. But I actually ran the Princess 10K, so part of that half marathon weekend last year in 2022. And I just wanted to kind of share a little recap of that trip, how sort of the logistics and that kind of thing worked, and as well as a few fun things I did with my family. So this was a trip with my family of four plus a bonus. My friend Emily is my running friend. She is my go-to person. We trained for the Princess Half Marathon in 2021, which ended up not happening in person, but we did the virtual race. We ran it here in Tennessee in below freezing temperatures, but we got that half marathon in and they mailed us a medal and we still went to Walt Disney World on the race day and celebrated. But this was kind of redemption, finally getting to do a race in person. This was my very first Disney race, um, and I totally loved it. So for this trip, we stayed at Port Orleans Riverside because this is one of the few resorts that will easily house five in a standard room. Um, so it's really nice to have a little pull-down bed that one of my kiddos slept in. So this was a great accommodation for us. Now, this race weekend is set up with a 5K on Friday a 10k on Saturday and the half marathon on Sunday and it's normally in late February a lot of times that last weekend so I was only running the 10k with my friend Emily so we drove down on Friday and hit up the expo so the expo is housed at ESPN Wild World of Sports on Disney property um, there's lots of fun things that go on here all throughout the year different sporting events and little league things and competition um, um, but this is where they house all the things for runners. So if you are running a Run Disney race, you have to go to the expo um, at least the day before your race starts um, to pick up your bib. You get your t-shirt. There's also a ton of runner-specific merchandise there that you can purchase. And recently, they just came out with a virtual queue system for this. So that was not in effect when I did my race. But just know if you're looking at future races, that is something you want to be in the know about joining the virtual queue knowing when you can go in um, to view the merchandise if that's something you want to but basically you head over there um, for us it was not that crowded because because races had started on Friday, the expo had technically opened on Thursday. And that's where the heavy hitters that were either doing all three races or that really, really wanted that merchandise, they would have been there on Thursday morning. So me showing up at like 
lunchtime Friday didn't really, you know, wasn't a really busy time. But you go, you pick up your bib, you pick up your race t-shirt, and then you can look around at the merchandise. So that was super fun. Um, That night, I snagged a last minute reservation for Ohana. First time eating there in a long, long while. So that was awesome. And then just really turned in kind of early for race day the next day. So we shared in that Run Disney episode, these races start early, 5 a.m. start times, um, but buses start running at like 3. So if you're dressing up and wearing a cool costume, or even if you just want to be alive (laughs) before your race starts, get, you know, some water in you or whatever you need to do, you definitely want to get up early. Now, with this, we had a little bit of a, are we going to get there debacle. So we headed out to the bus stop, I guess around like 3.30 or so, again, for a five o'clock start race. And we waited at the bus stop with some other runners back there at Port Orleans Riverside. If you don't know, Port Orleans Riverside, moderate resort, it's large. There are multiple bus stops at that resort. There's not just the one at the front. Um, And we had verified that the Run Disney buses would be coming to all of them and not just the front one. But y'all, we probably waited for like 30 minutes and no bus came. And, you know, if you're not there when the race starts, you're not there when the race starts. Um, So we waited and we waited and we called the front desk and me, I had a car there. So I was literally about to take myself, my friend um, and a few random girls that were standing at the bus stop too in my car. And literally as soon as we started walking toward the car, um, bing, 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 here came the bus. So we got on it. We were able to get over to Epcot, which is where a lot of the races start. And one thing you might not know is that you have to walk a good long ways once you get to Epcot to actually get to those starting corrals. Um, So walked around, got to our corral, honestly, like just a few minutes before that first time, uh, that first wave of people, that first corral was starting. But it was awesome. The stage, the national anthem, they definitely try to keep you hyped up. And we shared in that Run Disney episode, one thing we didn't know was how many waves of people there would be and how long it would actually start, um, it would take to, for me to start the race. So I was in the last corral, the last group in that corral, because corrals are just sort of big gated areas. And the earlier you get there, you can get up front in your corral. Well, we were not there early um, because of our busing situation. So we were right in the back, last of the corral and last to start right there with the balloon ladies that are the pacers for the 10k. Um, But about an hour after the five o'clock start time, we got to cross the finish line. And y'all, these races are just set up to be so much fun. Every mile has a marker, so we took pictures with all of those. This race course took us through Hollywood Studios, kind of back by Tower of Terror, and then back into Epcot by the World Showcase, and we ended up finishing um, right at Spaceship Earth in the front of Epcot. But we got to have pictures with uh, crews back at Lightning McQueen's Academy with the rock and roller coaster guitar with the Tower of Terror. All of those were super fun little 
photo ops, lots of characters out on the course, marching band out there, performers for you, DJs, um, just a really good time keeping you hyped up. There are water stops for you for this race. There isn't any kind of fuel stop because it's just shorter, um, but people really encouraging each other. You've got your bathrooms on the side. You've got medical tents. If you're running through the parks, you can use the restrooms there. So you really are taken care of well. Um, and I just love that 10K distance. Um, it's a good good little feat for me, but doesn't completely wear me out for the day. So the race all in all was awesome. When you're done with the race, you get your medal, and then that's when they fuel you up. You'll get a nice little box of snacks. And then in the parking lot afterwards, there's more photo ops that you can utilize. The party is still going on, so you can definitely hang out. There are spectators there at the finish line, as well as another big spot I remember seeing a lot of spectators we ran through the like boardwalk beach club area back there and there were lots of people out there cheering us on um, so that was a ton of fun but afterwards there are buses that will take you right back to your resort and they are really on top of it we barely had to wait any time for that and then we were able to head back to the resort um, probably it was it was still early Let's see, at least by like eight, nine o'clock. Um, so you still have plenty of time in front of you uh, to do all all the fun things. So we had a reservation for brunch over at the Grand Floridian Cafe. I love that place. They have awesome food. You're right there by the Magic Kingdom, but not in the middle of the hustle and bustle. And it is just gorgeous over there. Um, and then we headed over to Disney Springs um, for our midday Saturday and then got Got to have a, another first and that was the Boma buffet for dinner that night. So this trip came with lots of good eating and some first for eating as well. So I chose to take the running day and let the rest of it just kind of be a chill day. There are plenty of people that choose to go to the parks after they ran the race. I was not so depleted that I couldn't have been, but just know those park steps add up. So all of these Disney races, you can absolutely do standalone, but you can also do them as a challenge. And the challenge is when you do all the races in a weekend. So for Princess, that would have been doing the 5K on Friday, the 10K on Saturday, and the half marathon on Sunday. And there are lots of people that do it. There are lots of people that you will see in the parks afterwards with their medals. But I think it's really important just to gauge what you're doing. Like you're probably going to feel great after the 5 K. But if you have to run a 10K the next day, should you really go walk around Epcot for eight hours? Mm -hmm. Another big thing to consider with these back-to-back -back races is just the wake-up times. You know, we woke up super early on Saturday morning. That's why it was good that we arrived Friday. We didn't have anything going on. We could go to bed at a decent time. So we took it still easy on Saturday and decided to have our fun on Sunday. So after the races, y'all, bring your medals. Go in your shirt. Take the pictures in front of the castle and in front of Spaceship Earth or the Tree of Life with 
with your medals, you will see tons of people doing it. But we we really hit it hard on Sunday. Um, we did park hopping between Magic Kingdom in the morning, and then we rode the monorail over to Epcot for the afternoon. Uh, we did Genie Plus, so we did as many rides as we could in Magic Kingdom in the morning, and then started stacking some for Epcot in the afternoon. Had a lot of success with that. Got to have metal pictures again in both Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And we we went hard. We stayed all the way until Harmonious at Epcot that night. Um, and we're sitting on, you know, the side of the sidewalk just watching it. They didn't let me stay the whole time. <laughs> my, my friend and my husband were like, we don't need to stay and be trapped in with all these people. Uh, but we really had a great trip. And then that was it. On Monday, we drove home. So it was a long weekend. Um, I wouldn't have done it that way had I been doing all three races. But because I only signed up for one of them, um, it really, you know, it was nice. We still got to have our park day. Uh, kind of crammed it all in there. But because my family goes to Disney often, that was a doable, you know, a doable thing. And we didn't really feel like we were messing out. There is still plenty to do after that race. You know, I don't feel like my kids and my husband missed it that we didn't go to a park on Saturday. And considering we were back from our race before they had even had breakfast, um, I'd say that's a a win-win. So that's a little recap of my Princess Weekend from 2022. Um, If any of you are heading down to run this year in 2023, I would love to know. I'd love to follow along with your experience. I am hoping to get another Run Disney race under my belt um, sooner rather than later. So hopefully all of that will work out. But just wanted to share that little recap of how my Princess Weekend went and wish all of you princes and princesses who might be running or just might be down there for the weekend. Um, uh, Good luck and lots of fun. If you're not running, but you're going to be there. Um, If you're at Boardwalk Beach Club, something like that, consider coming out to spectate. If you're going to be in Magic Kingdom the morning of the half marathon, it does run through there, runs through the castle. Um, If you have a park ticket, you can definitely spectate and cheer on the runners. I know they would definitely appreciate that. Um, And be a little mindful of traffic patterns and things looking a little different because of the race things might need to be closed so give yourself a little extra time to get there if needed but I thank you all so much for listening in as always if you want to book a trip to coincide with a race weekend or you need tips on registration for your own run Disney race would love to help you find me on Instagram find me on Facebook send me an email all that info is in the show notes there and Thank you guys for listening in today. Happy to help in any way I can. Hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.